Well, hello there. So, I've got some disappointing news for you. I think there's a possibility that Trump could run in 2024 and win. That's an educated guess. Plenty of overconfident Democrats will say, I have a better chance of being struck by lightning. But honestly, these people should at least amend it to say, I think there's a possibility he could win, and I think I have a better chance of being struck by lightning. It's really overconfidence on their part, and one of the reasons Hillary lost in 2016, you know, in addition to the fact that she didn't really campaign adequately in certain states, including my state of Michigan. Plus, I mean, let's face it, Hillary Clinton was not the best candidate anyway. But putting that aside, I think that if Trump won before, he could do it again, especially if Republicans continue their efforts to rig things that way and have things pay off, and they very well could. We may see how he does with his rallies that are still ongoing, his stupid little social network, and other formats of expression, but there's obviously less than four years for the Democrats to avert another four years of the orange menace. 2020 was a test of his temperament, focus, and stamina, and he was only stopped from stealing the election because a few key people and events were there to prevent his manifold plans from fully being realized. Plus, let's face it, he, he was not the most competent person on the planet when it comes to the whole coup thing. However, it's not only Trump who could get in. Let's not forget that. The GOP overall has a proven ability to withstand adversity and bounce back and grow despite downturns. And there I am perversely paraphrasing and recontextualizing the words of Amit Sout, the executive director of the Global Center for Resiliency and Well-Being. He uh, used the term, ad, you know, withstand adversity and bounce back and grow despite downturns. Um, but anyway, moving on. If Trump is up for it and the Dems keep dropping the ball, there's practically no reason why he can't pull it off, assuming he's still ready, willing, and able. And so far, Merrick Garland still hasn't, you know, fully gone ahead and uh, gone after him. And, you know, some people are saying, oh, what's going on in Georgia might finally, you know, do him in. But uh, it's really just a matter of seeing and finding out. Again, the old school Biden-esque dams are increasingly clueless about what to do. Rather than shifting a little more to the left and earning progressive votes, they're stupidly capitulating even more to corporate neo-fascism and alienating progressive voters. I don't think the recent use of social media by the president, that is President Biden, is catching on. And I wonder whether there's a silver lining to this. Is there a potential to reverse some of the negativity, the insanity, and maybe even decrease it a bit? Well, one of the first things we need to do is actually take a deep breath and relax, as corny as that sounds. 
Rachel Goldman, a psychologist and clinical assistant professor at the New York University School of Medicine, said it pretty well. Quote, our thoughts, emotions, and behaviors are all linked. So our thoughts impact how we feel and act. So although we all have unhelpful thoughts from time to time, it's important to know what to do when they appear so we don't let them change the course of our day. So if you, well, that's the quote being over. So if you think we absolutely, absolutely cannot get past this madness, it's probably just an overabundance of bad news and understandably having strong negative emotions about it. You know, as we move closer to a kleptocratic, neo-fascist, theocratic state, it can, it can be overwhelming. So think about it as calmly as possible, as strange as that sounds. So it seems like we are doomed. What makes you think so? You know, think about it like that. Because if we're feeling too overwhelmed, we'll, we'll go from, I don't believe this is going to work, but we have to do something, to, I don't believe this is going to work, so why even bother trying? You know, and that's not going to help anything. Interestingly, there is even some hope just by looking at what has happened to Trump. The use of Twitter turned Trump from a TV candidate into a Twitter candidate. However, let's think of all the bridges he has burned along the way. Regarding the flow of tell-all books regarding his dumpster fire presidency, President Trump says this about all the people he hired. Quote, some of the stars I produced are actually made of garbage. Uh, that was not really my attempt to impersonate Trump's voice. Um, <laughs> I can't really do that very well. Especially, um, you know, on the, on the spot. But that was just something he actually said. You can actually quote him on that. Again, some of the stars I produced are actually made of garbage. Very weird way of speaking, um, I, I think. But anyway, remember, this is someone who boasted that he only hires the best people. Of course, by sheer coincidence, many of the best people happen to be people he's known personally over the years, including his own family. So remember, the best people were conveniently in line with the great principles of nepotism and lazy hiring. And, uh, of course, he ends up trashing them himself. So, uh, it's really him condemning his own hiring abilities and practices, if you actually spend, like, two seconds thinking about it. So I think, I think he understands the power of social media, because so much of what he's been able to do over the last few years has been a result of it. And he made the most of it, in a, in a way... He did become president. There's really no taking that away from him. But now we can at least look at his crazy old tweets, which are typically stored for posterity, and laugh at many of them, and know that many out there are also pointing at that buffoon and laughing. Sure, some of his tweets are monstrously idiotic, but it's hard to not see the humor even in some of those. It's disconcerting that tens of millions said uh, 
that even for this pathetic and dangerous presidency, yeah, we want to keep him and his plans in place. But still, sometimes it pays to just look at the inanity and see the humor in it. If you can't laugh at absurdity, what can you laugh at? Trump will always have a filter bubble, so we shouldn't really expect him to change. But I think that if we are smart, we can keep exposing these charlatans for what they are, and little by little, they will lose enough support that they're no longer a danger to anyone. Of course, that's the best case scenario, and that may be unlikely. As pessimistic as I can be about these clowns, though, I nonetheless still have a bit of optimism somehow, because I get the sense that things have to get worse before they get better. But it's really up to us to make things better. So uh, I'm going to leave on that note, um, just some food for thought. I promise that this will not solely be a political, you know, uh, platform or, or whatever. This won't solely be a political podcast. But obviously, that's that's part of my life. That's part of our life. Our lives, I guess you might say. And I, I'm still going to go back to it every so often. Anyway, have a good day.